Hey folks, Dr. Gershmar from Aspire Natural Health. Just got done dropping the kids off at school. I wanted to share with you a quick one for today. You know, we've been talking recently about sleep, which is probably the single most under-recognized, under-appreciated factor in health and well-being. Not only if you have digestive issues and autoimmunity and you're trying to recover your health, but also preventatively if you're trying to protect your health, get the quantity and quality of our sleep are huge factors. You know, many of us recognize diet, that it's important, and that exercise is important, but many of us ignore, you know, don't even know, or if we know, we ignore the fact that sleep is such a critical factor. Now, the key thing about sleep is that we have an internal clock inside our brains and actually inside every cell of our body that is responsible for sleep and wake and, and repair and function and all these different parts of our body. Now, we've talked multiple times before about the single most important factor that sets that clock. And just as a quick reminder, that is the amount of light and the amount of darkness. And we've talked about it before, but it comes down to this simple fact. When it's light, our bodies say it's time to be awake. When it is dark, our bodies say it is time to be asleep. Now, we've totally messed that up in the last hundred or so years with the invention of the electric light bulb. Wonderful, great, so glad to have it. But now we basically keep it light at night, and then we stay inside, and so it's kind of dark in the morning. And that's a huge factor for a lot of people with insomnia, but the inability to get a good quality night's sleep. But there is a second factor. So the, the most important factor in setting that internal clock is light and darkness. And we've seen a lot of people improve their sleep quality, resolve their insomnia, and improve their digestive and autoimmune issues by working to get more light during the day and more darkness during the night. But there is a second factor. Again, just pointing out the great book, Why We Sleep, by Matthew Walker, the research scientist. Again, kind of technical. So if you're not really into jazzing and nerding over uh, you know, health and, and the human body and, and some of the technical lingo like REM sleep and non-REM sleep, then it might be a little bit much for some people. If you are interested in those kind of things, that sounds up your alley then I highly recommend picking it up. So he talks about the second critical factor that helps to set our internal clock. And it's one that most of us have never heard about before. Are you ready? All right. That second critical factor is temperature. It's temperature. Okay. So obviously, normally it's light during the day, dark at night. Along with that, it's warmer during the day and it's colder at night. And so our internal brain clock, which sets our wake sleep cycle, also uses temperature as an important factor for setting that clock properly. Now, again, along with electric lights, one of the other absolutely fantastic inventions that we have made is in indoor heating. So it doesn't get as, as cold inside as it would if we were camping outside or, you know, didn't have internal heating. Now, this is a great thing. Awesome. Super happy about it. However, it's another factor that messes up our sleep-wake cycle. In fact, 
what research has shown is that people sleep better when it is cooler in their bedroom, cooler in the evening. Now, of course, you can take it too far, right? You don't want to sit there shivering and cold. But I think all of us have had the experience of being too hot at night, whether it's, you know, really hot outside or we have too many covers on or as many menopausal women will attest, hot flashes do not make for good quality sleep. So what happens when the temperature is too high in our body, we have trouble falling asleep and trouble staying asleep. Now, there are fancy gadgets and inventions that um, cool the bed down, chill pads and various things that people have found very helpful for improving the quality of their sleep. A couple of easy things that we can do is lower the temperature. Now, the common, uh, you know, I find a lot of people out there, I I think it's from uh, energy savings, have this idea that 68 degrees at night is a good temperature and it's definitely better. Actually, research in the book have shown that 65 degrees is the ideal temperature for the average person. So a little bit colder than we actually think. Of course, it is going to vary a little bit from person to person. So you're going to want to experiment a little bit. The bottom line is turning down the temperature at night can improve sleep quality. Now, the second thing that he points out in the book that can be incredibly helpful here. So we've talked about lowering the temperature is one. Two, we've talked about there are fancy chilling or cooling pads that someone can use. Uh, Last time I looked, they were in the four to $600 range. So definitely going to be a little more expensive. However, someone is dealing with chronic insomnia. Uh, it definitely could be a wise investment uh, if it gets them that better quality of sleep. The other one that is inexpensive and you can do at home is simply a warm bath at night. Now, we think of a warm bath as raising our body temperature, and it's true that it does it. But what happens is when our body temperature goes up, all the blood goes out to our skin. You know that if you get out of the bath, you're kind of pinkish or reddish. Um, if you have a paler skin tone, it's easy to see. If you're a little bit darker, it's, it's harder to notice that kind of flush. But the same reaction is happening in our body. All the blood goes out to the skin because the body is really warm. And what happens is it causes a massive dump of heat and actually ends up cooling our body down. So one of the reasons that a warm bath can be so relaxing is twofold. The heat is relaxing, relaxes all our muscles, kind of helps to soothe tension and relaxes us. And then when we get out, that flush of heat out of our body actually lowers our body temperature. And then uh, that helps us to settle into better sleep. So I've kind of talked about that the second key regulator of our body clock and thus our our ability to sleep well is temperature. Now, there are two easy things we can do. One is to lower the temperature in our bedroom at night. Second, we can have a warm bath or, or if you will, the, the quick and dirty version of that is to splash some cool water on our face and on our hands. That can help to pull 
temperature, pull heat out of our body and lower our temperature as well. And then the third would be if you want to, you're interested or you think it would be worthwhile for you to look into one of those cooling pads or chilling pads, especially if you happen to be you know, a woman in menopause having a lot of hot flashes, they can be incredibly helpful because you can actually just put it on one side of the bed so your partner doesn't have to uh, deal with it as well. All right, so a lot of us have thought about light as a factor. If you haven't, that is the first place I would start light. And then temperature is an unknown factor that most of us don't even recognize could be profoundly affecting our sleep. So turning down the temperature, hot bath, uh, or at least splashing water on face and hands before bed, or possibly investing in one of those uh, newfangled and fancy cooling pads for someone all can be factors. Another, I suppose, as well, we can think about not overloading ourselves uh, with covers as well. So, you know, the room is cool, but we end up being really hot. Um, just another factor to think about. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Listen, if you haven't checked out my best-selling book, The Clear Path to Health, I want to invite you to get that book now. You can get it at www.aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book. That's aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book, aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E, naturalhealth.com slash book. In it, I have distilled down over 10 years of clinical practice, thousands upon thousands of hours of education, and literally hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on education and continuing education. And I've distilled that down in an easy to read and useful format for you. We've had people tell us that just by reading the book, they have transformed their life. So I want to invite you to pick it up now at aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book. All right, folks, until next time, take care.